The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan, and I so appreciate you joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman, of course. And we're talking about the power of the pissed-off woman today, and first up in this monologue. Now, you may have heard about this. I'm sure you have. Just about two weeks ago, uh, big baby brand Pampers got all wet when they went and ticked off a bunch of women. What happened was is they issued their new Drymax diapers, and um, there were a few women, a few parents out there who claimed that um, Drymax actually inspired some diaper rash, actually severe diaper rash, and started a Facebook page. It was actually called Pampers Bring Back the Old Cruisers Swaddlers, and there's been more than, I think there's more than 10,000 people who have actually gone on to that Facebook site. And um, P&G, of course, found itself with, you know, a lot of a lot of angry, angry women on their hands. In fact, these moms are blaming the re-engineered diapers for calling what they say chemical burns. Now, P&G, of course, says that's not the case. Absolutely not. Our Pampers, um, Drymaxes, they're incredibly safe. But it's got the attention of the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. And as of last week, anyway, according to a Wall Street Journal article, um, they're in their early stages of looking into whether the complaints based on these parents have any merit. They're talking to consumers and they're reviewing P&G's product manufacturing and tasting, testing data. Now, the company says that sales haven't been affected by the issue, but it is really bad publicity. Um, the moms were saying that, you know what, we went ahead and we posted on Facebook because, you know what, we, we weren't getting what we wanted from Pampers when we went onto their website and we called the company. And so what they did is they turned to each other and they created this Facebook site. So, you know, I think it, what it does tell you is that there's always going to be um, – People out there, consumers out there that do have a complaint, um, having the ability to get right in front of them and try to resolve their issue is incredibly important. Otherwise, they do take matters into their own hands, and they very, very quickly can escalate what have may, may have been an issue with a handful of people into an issue now of thousands and thousands of people and now getting the federal government involved. So it's kind of gone from bad to worse, and, and P&G 
you know, said that they actually reached out to, to moms before they ever launched it just to make sure that it's well-tested. Of course, these products never reach the market unless they're incredibly well-tested. So, um, you know, according to them, they've done everything that they can to ensure that these, these diapers are safe. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this Facebook page, if the outrage calms down, if um, the federal government steps in. It's certainly one to watch. It will be, I think, end up being one of those case studies that we all learn a lot about. So keep your eye on that one. Meanwhile, uh, our purse profile today is the Coach Queen. There's nearly 1.5 million women out there who considers herself a Coach Queen. She's in her mid-30s. She stays at home. Household income of more than $115,000. She's interested in lots of lots of things. She, she wants to keep stylish. That includes her home as well as herself. She's interested in the arts. She likes to travel, stay in nice places, and get that spa treatment. Who doesn't? But she is very, very focused on the family. Family events are done in grand scale, and she's concerned about the environment at the same time. She recycles and buys products that can be recycled. She shops for the best price and always hits the clearance rack. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the Coach Queen, who probably is one of those moms out there buying pampers? Well, friends influence her. Store environment is crucial to whether or not she's going to shop there. And the magazines influence her. Magazines like Martha Stewart Living, O. Oh, at home, people, shape, and parenting. She's online at Expedia, iVillage, Disney, and eBay, and she's watching those home shows like HGTV, TLC, but also the Food Network, Fox News, VH1, Disney, and Nickelodeon. Well, my guest for today advocates for women globally, not just here in the United States. Phyllis Johnson is president of U.S.-based BD Imports, which imports African coffees and focuses on women's role in community builders. Phyllis works with the International Women's Coffee Alliance, and she's going to be here on Purse Strings sharing how this organization is really shaking things up for women in third world countries and how she got the UN to buy in. More from Phyllis when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Phyllis Johnson, president of BDF Imports and champion for women globally, especially with the International Women's Coffee Alliance. Phyllis, welcome to the show. Thank you, Maria. It's wonderful to be here with you today. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on and talk about all the great work you're doing, not only through your own company, BD Imports, but also through the International Women's Coffee Alliance. So let's tackle that first. Um, now, the the IWCA, as, as I like to call it, I think you call it that, it was really created to get more women involved on the tr- in the trade end and not just production and harvesting of coffee, which has been more of their traditional role. Am I right? Um, yes, that's correct. Uh, two women, it kind of all started uh, back in 2003. Two women got the bright idea to take along women from North America and Canada to Central America to meet with women coffee producers. Now, the women from North America and Canada were retailers and roasters, so they, too, worked in coffee, and they got the great opportunity to travel to Central America to kind of understand firsthand what was going on. Um, After that meeting, after the the women got together, uh, it was decided... uh, Soon after that, an organi- a non-for-profit organization was founded. You know, that's, that's what we do. Um, so this small group of women decided that, um, you know, the organization was created to empower women in the international coffee community to achieve meaningful lives and su- meaningful and sustainable lives and to also recognize the, um, the, the role that women play in, within the coffee industry. Since 2003, the organization has more formalized itself into building chapters throughout the coffee community in many countries throughout the world. We engage men to get involved. Uh, We encourage them, and we also uh, look forward to having men involved in the programs. Uh, We offer grants to support education and health care to women and girls in Central America. And just not, not so long ago, we funded a computer literacy project for women in coffee-growing areas in Mexico uh, to help give women the necessary skills to, to move into the next level after coffee production. So just to increase the skill set, to increase the possibilities to earn more income, uh, we host trips to origin, we educate exchange programs, offer exchange programs, workshops and international conferences. So you can see from the two women deciding to take a trip of other women to producing countries, a lot has transpired in a short amount of time. An incredibly short amount of time. As you said, that was 2003. I mean, that's only been seven short years ago, and it's amazing the the amount of work that you all have done and the, and the numbers of women that you're affecting, and of course the men too. I don't want to leave them out. Correct. And, you know, you, you do a lot. From the national platform of the International Women's Coffee Alliance, you mentioned a little bit about the alliance chapters all over the world and some of the work done there. 
um, are, are, is most of the work done in the chapters by the chapters? Is it? Do you really empower the chapters to take action? Yes, and that's the most exciting thing about what we do. Uh, I'm. I work with a group of women based most primarily based in the U.S. We have some members that are in other countries as well. That is the core uh, national or international chapter that manages all of the other chapters. And uh, we're quite busy in orchestrating uh, the activities and, and helping the, the chapters to form in the different countries. Uh, but, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of work. And uh, in 2005, our first chapter was established outside of the U.S. and Costa Rica. Uh, since 2005, we've, we've established chapters in El Salvador, Nicaragua, Guatemala, and uh, just recently, Colombia. So it's, uh, it takes a tremendous amount of time and effort to, uh, to start a chapter. Uh, but again, you know, you get women who are uh, trying to uh, solve problems and, and create better livelihoods for themselves, and things start to happen. It does, doesn't it? You, you put two women together, as you said, and, and, they'll, and now look at all the great work being done. Yes, and I know yes. just, just last fall, in fact, I was reading through some of your materials. I know you held your very first IWCA sac- sanction event, and that was in Africa. And at that event, you partnered to have the African Women Coffee Workshop at the Eastern African Fine Coffees Association in Uganda. And based on everything I've read, I mean, it's, and then I know you and I talked as well, it, it seems like it was a an, an very, very fruitful three-day workshop. Talk a little bit about what you were able to accomplish for those, those women and those men who attended. Yes. You know, it was um, kind of a life-changing opportunity for myself personally. I volunteered uh, my time with the International Women's Coffee Alliance for many years, and we've tried very hard to uh, get our, our feet down on the ground in Africa and really make a difference there. Um, and it, it was so important to me because that's where my company operates. That's where we buy a lot of our coffees from. Uh, and it also seemed, having traveled throughout the coffee community, uh, coffee-growing community, it seemed that women in Africa were the most underserved in our industry. And so it was very near and dear to my heart to be able to help to create uh, a program or at least start to create a program there in Africa. So November of last year was our first opportunity. Um, as soon as we put uh, the idea down on paper, uh, we were very, very fortunate to uh, engage the Eastern African Fine Coffee Association as well as the International Trade Center, which is a joint um, association organization of the World Trade Organization and the UN. And they decided that it was a great idea. They wanted to be involved, wanted to be on board. We had representatives from the International Trade Center attend the workshop uh, to see exactly what we were doing. So myself, along with the team of four um, U.S. Uh, representatives from IWCA, traveled to Uganda and spent three incredible days there um, working with the women. It's, it's interesting because uh, there were over 25 women representing nine different con- African countries, and they ranged from coffee producers from Uganda and Ethiopia to retailers from Zambia and they all kind of faced the same sort of issues, irregardless as to where they were in the coffee supply chain. Um, what was most exciting was to see initially 
the the whole idea of uh, talking about the problems, the obstacles, uh, the many, many obstacles that face African women and women in general who work uh, on an agricultural commodity in developing countries. Um, but then after a while, after a bit of uh, encouragement, after a bit of in, inspirational stories about our work in Central America and some of the work that the, the women within the chapters in Costa Rica and Guatemala have been able to accomplish, we saw these same women transform right before our eyes into women who were empowered, women who had solutions and ideas uh, about their own situations. Uh, the problems women faced are, are quite, quite broad, a lack of ownership, lack of education, lack of authority in the home, and a lack of technical and educational training. Uh, but to get the opportunity to see that transformation right before your eyes was quite, quite rewarding. Uh, since that uh, event in November, the women went back to their prospective countries and excited other women about being a part of developing chapters. Um, they must, the chapters must be legal entities so that they can operate within the, the legal parameters of their own government and uh, just move forward, move forward in a way in which it can be, they can do impactful things within their own countries. Um, I, I must say I was very excited to get the emails from the women in Ethiopia and Uganda, uh, including uh, reports and pictures of the women they've brought together. Uh, one story in particular, this woman from Burundi said to me, she's one of the highest level women in coffee in Burundi. She worked for uh, the tasting lab there, and she said, you know, this is the first time that I've ever attended any event in my country or outside of my country dealing with women. And I thought that was quite interesting, and uh, she actually has gotten quite busy and brought together 35 women who work in all aspects of coffee, women and men, in Burundi. And she is getting ready to form uh, one of the first African chapters. Uh, so we're so excited. So the same kind of work is being is taking place in Kenya and Rwanda and Ethiopia, and, uh, of course, in the Central American countries as well. Just so inspiring. I mean, you know, and all of that spawning from that three-day workshop, isn't, I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it, how you can get 25 women together, inspire them, and they go off and do great things. Um, it's just, it's such an inspirational story, Phyllis. And, but, the, but it doesn't stop there, as you said. Um, you already talked a little bit about the UN and Trade Not Aid, and I know you yourself uh, address a joint advisory committee on trade issues at the UN, and, um, and now it sounds like that the IWCA has the opportunity over the next three years to work with the UN's International Trade Center with millions in dollars of money to assist women in trade issues, which is just just phenomenal. Talk a little bit, if you would, about the whole UN experience and then how you anticipate the IWCA to, to utilize that investment. Exactly. Well, in December, uh, after the trip to Uganda, I thought, you know, Uganda was wonderful, but in December of last year, I received an, an invitation from the United Nations, the International Trade Center, United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland, to attend a, a joint advisory committee meetings. And uh, what was most exciting about this meeting uh, was to hear firsthand that developed countries such as the U.K. and Switzerland, as well as others, pledged directly to give to towards women in trade initiatives. 
Um, that said that we are the answer. The woman is part of the answer to the solution that uh, developing countries face in our world today. And so I'm just thrilled to hear that um, there is an investment with women. I got an opportunity to express my personal experience in working with small entrepreneurial women such as myself uh, in developing countries, buying coffee from women entrepreneurs who are, you know, exporters and growers, and how they worked harder to uh, secure the business. Uh, they went beyond my expectations, which in turn helped me to grow the custom, our customer, on the customers on this side. So it was a great opportunity, and I would say the highlight of my coffee career. Uh, to, uh, to sit at the U.N. in Geneva and to speak on behalf of, of women in my personal experience through my business in working with women and to see that there is a concerted effort in giving towards the efforts and continuing the efforts of women. Oh, just, just amazing. I mean, the fact that you had the chance to be there, really share your story, your personal story, get these funds, which is just going to be an amazing boost to women and trade. Um, I'm sure that you're probably involved in how to lay out those funds over the next several years. Do you, um, Before we take a break, do you have a moment to kind of share how you anticipate using the investment? Sure. Uh, we plan to um, engage with the International Trade Center in establishing IWCA chapters throughout African countries, helping to empower the women to come up with the solutions to the problems they face directly based on best practices that we've learned in, in many of the chapters in Central America. So we're excited about uh, giving a first-chance opportunity to help empower the women of Africa Phyllis? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> oh, there. I'm sorry. I think you, I think you dropped off just a moment. Um, you were talking about giving the opportunity to empower the women of Africa. Yes. Did you wrap yes. up? Okay. <laughs> sorry, I thought you were going to continue. Well, we do need to take a quick break, and then we will continue when we come back, because I do want to talk a little bit about how the IWCA is breaking into the hotel business, and another really fabulous opportunity for the International Women's Coffee Alliance. More on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. My.afcon2010.com. My.afcon2010.com. Your social media source for AFCON 2010. The Trade Show, where affiliates always attend for free. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. Check out photos and videos from our past events. Plus, check out our blog and discussion forums. Start socializing today and tell your friends to sign up now 
at my.afcon2010.com. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers xy7 elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements think you've got what it takes to be elite go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000 702-216-4000 the wordpress community podcast Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Joining me today is Phyllis Johnson, president of BD Imports, and also huge supporter and acolyte for the International Women's Coffee Alliance. And we've been talking quite a bit today about the IWCA and the great work that it has sparked in really bringing women um, all over the world, but especially in Africa, involved in the trade-in and not just the production and harvesting of coffee. And you actually have a tie right here in Minnesota where I'm based with the Carlson Company's Radisson Hotel brand. Phyllis, tell us a little bit about the coffee and hotel connection here. Well, you, uh, you may be aware that Carlson Companies recently announced a significant investment in revitalizing uh, the Radisson Hotel brand. And as part of this overall um, revitalization program, uh, your in-room coffee experience at Radisson Hotels will offer a bold and bright, great-tasting blend of coffees from Africa and Central America. It's beautifully packaged, and it speaks about quality and social responsibility. Uh, my company became a supplier. My company, BD Imports, became a supplier to the Radisson in-room coffee in January 2010. Uh, we were selected in a blind taste test, an extensive process of evaluation pilot testing, and ultimately being awarded the contract based on quality, price, and a common philosophy towards responsible business. And that's what's really exciting for me. You know, it started about three years ago when I got an opportunity to meet a team at Carlson, and I was impressed. I walked away just totally impressed by the company, impressed by the size of such a large company, and how it managed to exemplify an entrepreneurial spirit. It was a large company that seemed to have a heart to manage. Um, the people talked very favorably about the company, and, and it was quite exciting to see the respect that they had for the company. And three years ago, that's kind of what I was left with. Um, but recently, within the last year or so, uh, we were approached about this revitalization plan for the Radisson brand. And I thought, you know, the best opportunity is just to talk about the true impact on, of coffee and, and what it can do in some of these communities around the world and how it can impact the people and the women that work so hard. And 
Um, you know, oftentimes I, I've, I've wondered why it's so difficult to somehow connect customers, uh, our coffee customers, to the social causes that we face in working with coffee. Uh, but the buyers at Carlson Companies immediately connected to the cause, and they saw that coffee was a way to further express their commitment to social responsibility. So truly a leader in, in their industry to connect to uh, the social causes of something as what most of us think as coffee could be. Well, and it's true. We've seen over and over again the statistics that really show that consumers want to support brands that support great causes. And I think Carlson Companies is just a really, really smart company, and um, they're doing great business. And we're a big fan. I'm a big fan of Carlson Companies. They're certainly a, a great community citizen here in the Twin Cities. And talking about great community citizens, I mean, y- you have a full-time job as president of BD Imports. Um, you've talked a little bit about BD Imports throughout throughout our time together, but I would love for you to share a little bit more about your company and how the heck you find time to juggle your full-time job in the IWCA. I really don't know how you do it. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, my husband and I started the company in 1999, so we've been on this road for 11 years. And what I realized is the ideas behind the IWCA and my company are very, very similar. Um, you know, we import coffees for very large to very small roasters throughout the world. And a few years back, we developed the first fair trade certified ready-to-drink coffee beverage, and we supply a, our own roasted brand as well as private label roasted coffee to the food service and hospitality industries. Um, I just found that uh, the volunteer work that I'm afforded through IWCA is just an extension of doing business. It's it's the stuff that that makes me get up in the morning and want to work harder, and it's the stuff that's important to our customers. So it it goes well. It goes well together. Oh, absolutely. It is such a nice extension of what you do, you know, as your full-time job, but at the same time, I'm sure, provides so much back. You couldn't have even anticipated what the IWCA has has probably done for you personally. And and I am curious, um, because we're just about out of time, but I I would really love to hear, you know, what do you think is the next step for the IWCA, Phyllis? Well, the immediate next step is uh, in July, I'll be headed to New York uh, to visit the U.N. there, uh, along with five other women from the U.S., Guatemala, and um, Costa Rica, representing um, IWCA at the U.N. Uh, this meeting will include ministers and, and ambassadors discussing um, the progress being made on under U.N. development goals. And this year, the topic just so happens to be women empowerment, which is great. And we get an opportunity to talk about our work in coffee, um, so we're, we're very excited. We're taking some wonderful coffees from some producers in Central America and Africa and uh, just talking about how to change lives with coffee. Um, our longer-range plan, my longer-range plan with IWCA, as well as the International Trade Center, is just to continue my work in developing chapters um, in Africa and empowering the women um, to build their own communities, to uh, just give them an opportunity, let them know that they are part of a larger community that's committed to uh, seeing them through. 
Well, it, it, it's aspirational and inspirational both at the same time. And for people who may be similarly inspired who are listening today, Phyllis, if they want to, A, either consider uh, IWC a coffee for their own companies, very much like Carlson Companies has done, how should they get in touch with you? And, B, if they want to get involved with the IWCA effort, how should they contact you? Well, one way is to get uh, womenincoffee.org is the website for the International Women's Coffee Alliance. Um, the uh, there there are there are only few IWCA sanctioned coffees presently. Uh, we have some coming out of Costa Rica that are officially certified as such, uh, and uh, you can obviously contact me at bdmforce.com and uh, find out more, and, and we can connect you um, with those t- types of coffees. And, you know, it's, it's just a wonderful cause to get involved in. Absolutely. And you, and you, congratulations, Phyllis, to all the hard work that you've put forth on IWCA and, and the rewards that you're reaping on behalf of that organization and the great work that you're doing all over, all over the world. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Maria. And uh, thanks to my producer, George, for another technically almost flawless show. And join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings right here, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. I'll be speaking with Angela G. Kim with Savor the Success. It's a brand-new publication that launched just last month. It's a magazine with a twist, as she describes it, all about women entrepreneurs. That's right here next Tuesday, 3 o'clock. Until then, make it a great one.